Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, October 24th, and we have completed week 42 of 2022. As a reminder, we have released our September 2022 Insights Report, The Numbers Tell the Story. This is a recap of how the travel industry performed last month. This report is not an opinion piece, but is based only on the facts through numbers released by the Airline Reporting Corporation. We look at their data and we provide the analysis to you in a simple and easily understandable manner. You can access this report by visiting businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. Spirit Airlines shareholders voted to approve a $3.8 billion merger proposal with JetBlue. If approved by regulators, it will create the fifth largest airline in the U.S. The outcome of the vote seemed likely after Spirit's attempt to merge with Frontier Airlines fell apart this summer. Spirit's board had favored joining forces with the rival discounter. At the same time, the board said antitrust regulators were more likely to reject the bid from JetBlue, but the airline's executives now say they expect to receive regulatory approval and close the deal by the first half of 2024. The combined airline would have a fleet of 458 aircrafts. The airlines will continue to operate independently until after the transaction closes. According to a new report from the American Hotel and Lodging Association, AHLA, and Calibri Labs, the U.S. hotel leisure travel revenue in 2022 is projected to be 14% above 2019 levels. Although the business travel sector has been slower to rebound, The AHLA expects U.S. hotel business travel revenue to come within 1% of 2019 levels. The analysis also indicates that while 80% of the top 50 U.S. markets were on track to record hotel leisure travel revenue that surpasses 2019 levels, just 40% are expected to surpass 2019 levels for business travel revenue. The Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, will soon be able to rule on whether or not airlines will be able to make passenger seats even smaller. Congress in 2018 directed the FAA to issue rules for minimum dimensions for passenger seats that are necessary for passenger safety. The FAA undertook a number of simulated emergency evacuations to see what the minimum seat size could be while also keeping passengers safe in the event of an emergency. Now, ahead of the ruling, the FAA has asked for public comments, which could influence the final say. The FAA said it will not make a ruling until it allows for public comments through October 31st. Economy fares on flights within the U.S. and Canada are up 5% from 2019, but premium fares are up a lot more. Prices in premium cabins are up 36%, according to Skytra, a company that compiles daily air travel prices. Premium cabin passenger traffic was up 28%, while economy passenger traffic was up 7%. Skytra's figures are generally consistent with reports U.S. airlines have been making for at least the last year about the robust state of premium demand. American Airlines has agreed to pay at least $7.5 million in a response to a class action lawsuit that accused the airline of mischarging some passengers for checked bags. In February 2021, a group of American Airlines passengers sued the company, saying that they were charged to check luggage despite having frequent flyer status or credit cards that would have entitled them to a fee waiver. Some of the plaintiffs had even received email confirmation that they would not be charged for a checked bag, but were still forced to pay at the airport. 
For customers without American Airlines frequent flyer status or a co-branded credit card, the airline charges $30 for the first check bag and up to $200 for a fourth bag on most flights. Now in news relating to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The Spanish authorities have announced that the country will no longer apply coronavirus entry rules for travelers from non-European countries. According to the Ministry of Interior of Spain, from October 21st, health control measures for arrival from non-EU countries will no longer be effective. This means that all travelers will be able to enter Spain restriction-free. Based on the statement, travelers who are not citizens of the EU can now enter Spain even if they do not hold a valid vaccination recovery or test certificate. In addition, they are not required to follow any additional measure. American Airlines will soon no longer offer first class on international flights. The airline this week said it was opting to expand its business class section of its aircraft, retrofitting its aircraft to replace first class with an expanded business class on long-haul international service. According to the chief commercial officer who spoke during the company's third quarter earnings call, American Airlines is making the move because of changes in consumer demand. Yes, first class will not exist on the 777, or for that matter at American Airlines, for a simple reason that our customers are not buying it, according to the chief commercial officer. will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Travelport has added the Nav Agent Workload Optimization and Personalization Tool to its SmartPoint Agent Desktop application. Nav Agent, a collaborative project between agency data provider Agentivity and travel technology developer Navitas, updates agent SmartPoint displays with relevant information about travelers as they work with them. For example, they can see the traveler's previous purchases, preferred suppliers and departure airports, current bookings, and unused ticket coupons. The tool is available for Travelport Plus users globally, according to Travelport. Marriott International signed a $100 million deal with Mexico-based mid-scale hospitality company Hoteles City Express to acquire its City Express brand portfolio. The planned acquisition includes more than 17,000 guest rooms in 152 hotels across 75 cities in Mexico and Costa Rica, Chile and Colombia, solidifying Marriott's position as the largest hotel company in Latin America and the Caribbean. The deal is subject to customary conditions including approval of Mexico's Federal Economic Competition Commission, but Marriott expects the transition to be completed by the first half of 2023. Canadian Airlines WestJet and Pacific Coastal Airways launched a reciprocal interline relationship. The agreement, which is the first of its kind for Pacific Coastal Airline, will facilitate more accessible connections through Alberta and British Columbia. Passengers may purchase a single ticket from either airline for travel, involving connection flights between the two networks. Travelers will benefit from checking in and receiving boarding passes for all flights at the first point of departure and newly optimized connecting times at the relevant airports. The new interline agreement expands the existing relationship between the airlines, which currently uses Pacific Coastal Airlines operating all WestJet link flights on behalf of WestJet. Canadian travel management company Maritime Travel has rejoined Global Star Travel Management as a partner in its network. Halifax-based Maritime was a founding member of Global Star when it launched in 2001, but left in 2009. Global Star reports operations covering more than 2,500 locations in more than 55 countries. TMC Network Radius Travel and its owner Corporate Travel Management, CTM, are expanding their relationship with Middle Eastern Corporate Travel Specialist, ITL World. 
Radius Travel, which is ranked the largest TMC network in Europe, said the deal with ITL World will significantly extend its customer serving capabilities in the Middle East. ITL World is a long-standing travel management company with presence in Saudi Arabia, UAE, Bahrain, Oman, Kuwait, and Qatar. The company has been operating for more than three decades. CTM acquired U.S.-based travel and transport in 2020, including Radius Travel, creating a $7.6 billion global TMC. Travelperk, a business travel management platform, has joined the Business Travel Association, BTA. Travelperk, whose clients include Wise, Rewalt, and Farfetch, acquired Click Travel in 2021, expanding its presence across the UK by adding to its teams in London, Birmingham, and Edinburgh. As members of the BTA, Travelperk will become a key participant in important conversations shaping the business travel industry, supporting the BTA to deepen its understanding of how the future of business travel is changing. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Southwest Airlines has launched a referral program for its Southwest Business Division. Customers that successfully refer qualified corporate travel managers to Southwest Business will earn 25,000 rapid rewards bonus points per referral, with a cap of 125,000 in a 12-month period. The company that is referred to Southwest Business will undergo a qualification process and then will need to book travel using business booking channel and complete the travel. For those three things to occur, the referrer will receive the points. The program is targeted at small and mid-sized companies who never considered joining a program like ours and getting them in the front door, according to a Southwest spokesperson. Latam Airlines Group plans to exit Chapter 11 proceedings in the U.S. on November 3rd. It had filed for bankruptcy protection in May 2020 and then filed its reorganization plan in late 2021. The company will exit bankruptcy with approximately $10 billion in equity and close to $7 million in debt, according to Latam. It expects to exit Chapter 11 with $2.2 billion in liquidity and a debt reduction of approximately 35%. The news comes weeks after the U.S. Department of Transportation approved a joint venture between LATAM and Delta Airlines, first announced in September 2019. Delta previously owned about 20% of LATAM, but under the restructuring plan has a 10% equity stake. Qatar Airways also has an equity stake in the airline. Airline capacity is expected to reach 87% of 2019 levels by the end of this year, according to aviation data firm OAG. OAG said that the current consensus is the industry will reach 4.8 billion seats in 2022, which would be a 31% increase from 2021, as the sector has bounced back strongly in many parts of the world, particularly in Europe and North America. Frequent flyers aboard British Airways will need to earn more tier points to earn elite status in the airline's frequent flyer program starting in 2023. In a sign that travel is returning to a new normal, British Airways is increasing their tier points requirements to earn elite status in 2023. Throughout the pandemic, many airlines reduced their elite status requirements to encourage travelers to continue flying. British Airways extended tier status in 2020 and 2021 while reducing their tier point requirements by 25%, requiring only 225 tier points or 18 eligible flights to earn bronze status. United Airlines remained prime for a robust fall in 2023 despite high inflation and the potential for a recession, according to United CEO Scott Kirby. 
His remarks were similar to a view expressed by Delta Airlines CEO Ed Bastian during a Delta earnings call last week. Aviation uniquely is in the recovery phase, according to Kirby. Several factors are driving his confidence. He noticed that some key markets such as Japan, which only are now opening to unrestricted international travel, and he expects further recovery in corporate travel, which remained down approximately 20% at United from 2019. And now in news in sustainable travel, leading digital travel platform Booking.com and climate tech company Choose have announced a partnership. The key objective of the new global deal is to increase travel awareness about the carbon implications of trips. The partnership will start by exploring how best to provide transparent information about the carbon emissions associated with booking on the platform, beginning with accommodation and then moving on to other travel products and services, including flights. In time, this will expand to the introduction of carbon offsetting options within the customer journey. Travel management company Reed & McKay announced that it is committed to setting carbon reduction targets, including reaching net zero emissions by 2050. The UK-based TMC will now have two years to formulate its net zero targets and present them to SBTI for validation. SBTI is the science-based targets initiative. Reed and McKay Group CEO Fred Stratford said that the commitment not only helps us ensure that we remain focused on our own net zero targets, it assures our clients that they have chosen a travel management company that puts its sustainability plans in action. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.